Welcome to the TZR Podcast, episode 183, almost at 200. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Shock. Yes. Hi. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> that lovely voice was Justin Chow. Hi. And Liz Lysui. What's up? We've just been reminiscing about our college experiences and how weird and awkward <laughs> and strange we were. So we just saw over. some of the oldest videos of Skirbo. Oh, yeah. my face for yourself. I was great in college. <laughs> I was fat and weird, but <laughs> here we are. Now we're normal size and cool. Normal <laughs> size. Oh. Isn't it great? The passage of time. Oh, shit. I'm fucking up this mic really bad. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay, I'm back. You good? Yeah. Excellent. Guys, we just came back from PAX. PAX East, the uh, breeding ground for I, coronavirus. Yeah, how's everybody I feeling I overall? I was like, I wonder what we're going to talk about this. I totally forgot that we just had PAX. It's funny. On the way in, I was like, ah, oh, there's nothing really happening. And then I was like, oh, wait, a, a shitload of things yeah. happened. <laughs> it's like a Final Fantasy VII remake demo, right? We could talk about all the games that we played at PAX. Nobody's going to play that Final Fantasy VII demo. Have any of you played the Final Fantasy VII demo? Nope. No. You played it? Not playing on I, it. I saw you play it. I saw I, your trophy you got. I didn't. There is no trophy from it. I was playing Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, See, I did okay. the same thing. I was yes. like, screw, how dare you? Yeah. No, I, Yo, I you laughed. promised. I, I laughed miscounted at all the... the eyes on the number. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I turned, I downloaded the demo, and I turned it on, because I was under the impression that it was the PAX West demo that we played, the, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. just the, the, bombing, the run. bombing run or whatever. Bombing but then run. I started it, and it starts playing the intro cutscene, and I was like, nope, I'm out of yeah. here, get yeah. out now. Yeah, so I deleted that real fast. So many games. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been really good at, like, avoiding anything on thumbnails and youtube and like on facebook and on twitter it's getting hard my there, google like, news feed is talking about it relentless all final fantasy yeah. it's like this guy probably likes final fantasy 7 <laughs> zoomed in pictures of yeah. everyone uh, like, he talks about it with his friends all the time he probably yeah. loves it yeah he, you know, <laughs> we've been listening they're and probably serving me one right now google hangouts exactly yeah, everybody's got to relax with this Final Fantasy 7 stuff we're at the finish line guys i know we are you've waited end zone you've waited 24 that. years for that fucking game. Yeah. yeah. You might as well wait one more goddamn month. Well, it's funny. I would want to play the first three hours. It, it's funny, though, because now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, Animal Crossing and Doom come out on the same day, and then not even two weeks later, Final Fantasy VII comes out. Yeah. So it's like, shit. Yeah, but Animal Crossing is a more casual game, so you can kind of jump in and jump out, right? Yes. And Doom will be longer than you think, but not very long. Yeah. I still didn't finish the... I think I'm about to finish the new Doom, uh, the old Doom. Very close. Very I did. Close. I did reach that bar, the health bar boss. Yeah. Um, You're literally at the end of the game. Now. Okay. Yeah, I'll just finish. There that. was like no bosses in that game until like the very last like quarter of it. Not yeah. even. That game kept going. Like in yeah, a good, right? in a good way. No, it's like do you remember the bosses? I remember being nope. like the first, <laughs> the first like health bar boss I reached. I was like. Whoa! This is new and different. And then there's like then the game however ends. many like back to back to back, and then it's like game over. And it's like yeah. oh shit, okay. Not to ruin anybody, but it's like <clears throat> you're in the facility, then you're at hell, then you're back in the facility where hell is mixing with the facility. Yeah. And now you're back at hell, <laughs> and now that's where I'm at right now. Hell okay. for the second. I'm pretty sure you're literally at the end of the game Great. right now. Fantastic. Um, I have a feeling I'm not going to play Doom Eternal until after I beat Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm going to mainline Animal Crossing up until Final Fantasy VII comes out. Then I'm going to play that game. For an unhealthy amount of time, yeah, yes, yeah, Allie's gonna too. be very Same. upset with me. Same. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then after that, I'm gonna decompress with some high stress Doom. Because, <laughs> like, be you think game. about it, Doom, you're not gonna have. There's no spoilers, really. I mean, the only spoilers would probably be the guns, I suppose, right? Man. But like, there's really. I mean, story wise, like, I could read the codex. I'm, not I'm like do scared that. for my person when Final Fantasy VII comes out. 
So I'm like gonna stay up. I'm late, excited like every day. Yeah. You know what I'm most yeah. upset about right now? Yeah. This is this is the problem that I face with all of this shit. Like, of course I need the physical version of it. So like, you guys will likely be playing at midnight the day that it comes out because it'll drop digitally, mm. and then I have to wait till 10 a.m. the next day to pick it up from Best Buy. This might be one that I get physical. So I downloaded Smash Brothers, <clears throat> but also have the Steelbook edition of Smash Brothers, and I think this game might be the same. But it doesn't matter because you're right. I'm gonna play it on at know, midnight. At midnight, right? of course. Yeah. And then I'll buy it. Maybe. Oh, it makes me if sad. it comes with it comes with something something oh. cool too. I don't know. Whatever. See, it's like if I bought the digital version, I would have to pay full price for it. But can like... you do the whole GameStop midnight thing? Oh. Shut up. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. No. See, you brought the coronavirus back with you from. Pax. I'm sorry, guys. How could you? Um, I'm sorry. Liz has to sit next to you. Yeah, it's She's like not happy. I pre-ordered. <laughs> I pre-ordered like all of those games when I still have my Best Buy thing. So it's like if I. If I bought it digitally just to play it at midnight, I would technically be losing about $25 because I bought the digital deluxe whatever with the special shit. Mm. Not the crazy one. The crazy ones. Can you return people. digital items no. on PlayStation? No. no. Oh. You what can't they... do it anywhere except for like Steam. And I, I thought you Steam could do it only on like within no. two hours. Maybe Epic. I think Epic probably. Okay. Sounds like something they would do. I have looked into this. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had what? regrettable purchases? Yeah, I had regrettable. I had a regrettable purchase on Nintendo, and then looked into it, and they were no, like, Nintendo "There's no way can't. to do anything yeah. on any of these platforms no. except for Steam." It's yeah. like what so. money? It's like it yeah. just doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, what I'm saying yeah. is, I don't want to talk to any of you for like the whole week that Final Fantasy VII comes out. What? I day? literally don't want to talk to you. What day of the week <laughs> does it come out? Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. All right. So I likely gonna, will are not. we going to skip the podcast that week? Probably. Yes. yes i don't want to talk to any of you because i know i there's no way baseline there's no way i'm going to play that game and be at the same part as you guys will be because i know you're not going to sleep that night like i'm not gonna i'm not playing at midnight well justin's not gonna sleep that night and all he wants to do is tell us about it no (laughs) never never i'm not one of those guys who talks during movies to tell you what i think about each scene (laughs) you are Yeah. The case study no. for that person. No, <laughs> nobody came to my Game of Thrones season finale party. Yeah, for that. <laughs> you couldn't see me not telling you about I had it. So much yeah. popcorn. Honestly, a lot of it when I came over for that, not the finale, but some other episodes. It wasn't you most of the time. It was something. I was like trying that. really hard. I was good. There's yeah, practically steam coming out of his ears. He wanted to talk so bad. But... <laughs> I got a lot of things to say, and they're only relevant at that very moment. <laughs> I feel like I could beat Final Fantasy VII within the week it comes out. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I imagine it's going like to be a 20 to 30 hour affair. I was going to say, like, how long is it? Probably like 20 or 30 If hours. it's like eight, I'm going to be like, so pissed off. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a I feeling know. it's like, I think, it, I mean, Midgar in the original game was like 10 or 15 or something like that. And I think they're going to stretch it a lot. Depends on how slow you run. Mm, are they? I mean, there's going to be a lot of like side content. Mm-hmm. And but you the, know I'm platinum. The battles are going to be faster though. Good. It's it's that long because the random battles and the I don't know that that, like... that scorpion tank fight was like a while yeah that was a long that's a, that's a but that's a boss like, and there's picture, a lot of bosses in the beginning I don't know picture how long it takes to fight like three soldiers in that game I think there's gonna be a lot of fights in that game hmm. I but I just think fighting goes faster I don't know what do I know yeah what do you know what do you Alex, know, Alex? Do you I don't know, know. <laughs> I just played the game and was the first one to beat the demo you were see yeah. this is what I'm talking about oh I am excited to play that game. Sorry, I'm just daydreaming a little bit. Just, yeah, I I will say that I will probably, as I start a game that I know I'm going to be sucked into, I will try to beeline and finish it as soon as possible, only because I know it's going to take over my life, and that's a bad thing. 
So until you're not, so you're not going to beat it is until I either if I lose steam or Red Dead Redemption I beat it. this right. Well, so Red Dead Redemption I was trying to enjoy for too much. He won't Red Dead Redemption this. I, I have a feeling. I, don't think so. I have a feeling that this is going to be like a multiple much. difficulty affair. So I think like really, I think it might be. Like I hope it is. Like I hope you play through the game on like the regular thing, and then after you beat it, it's going to be like all right, like hardcore plus. mode or like some kind of new game plus or something. Like I don't know. I hope that that's the, the case. demo felt mild i mean it wasn't easy, i was healing easy, right? i was yeah, healing, I was healing too. yeah yeah i don't know i, I may the start right this on normal yeah. guys i want to enjoy the game well i want to live the game get out of here but i mean like if there's yeah, right. if We're there are multiple difficulties Maybe. that you unlock after beating the game then it, it will give you an incentive to actually beat the game was there like i don't know if there's rumors about new game plus i thought there was but there probably wasn't it's probably I don't know. anyway I'm it's just, not I'm a big deal picturing yeah. the music in my head right now i can like hear it so, I'm slightly concerned that if we, if you guys get Animal Crossing and yep. then I give in and get Animal Crossing, you're getting because, Animal Crossing because you See, guys okay. are playing. It. Now the best you're, part of it, you'll then give up on Animal Crossing as soon as this game comes out. Okay, I'm gonna be like, playing Animal Crossing. Let me explain. And nobody's playing it. Let me explain what Animal Crossing is. Okay, Animal Crossing is a game that is time based, right? Every, like eight o'clock in right now in real life will be eight o'clock in the game, right? That game really only works in certain like scheduled times, right? So you're gonna be playing the game and you'll probably play for like an hour or two hours and then you'll do what you wanted to do during that time and then you'll put it down. Unless there's an event later on that night and then you go to the event, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not necessarily like a game that you're gonna be playing and beelining for six hours. It's a game that every other day, if not every day, you're gonna drop like an hour or two into it. So it's a really yeah. nice side game. But the fact of this Animal Crossing is that there's a lot more to do, so it's it could be a lot of fun, but really it's just like dressing up your town and like getting cool things yeah, and whatever. Like there's, there's really no advantage to playing it like, like a more lot than others, really. Frankly, there's only so much you can do Didn't, on a day-to-day basis. I thought you just said you wanted to mainline it. Well, I'm going to be... Like, you can play it for extended <laughs> periods of time, but it's not the kind of game that necessarily benefits from that. Because like know? New Leaf, right? I would play it... Well, like Every morning, I would like... At around 10 o'clock when the stores open up, I would like turn on my DS and go into the store, see what's around, go around, talk to all the animals, and, like, pick some weeds, and then I'll turn it off. And then I'll just go on with my day yeah. and start working. Like, me playing all day when it comes out is going to be, like, I'm going to be fishing all day. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, that's yeah. what's going to be happening. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure I'm interested in playing this. That's like, okay. I've never been an Animal Crossing person. I just, from what I saw, and I, I know it wasn't a great demo, but I was looking over your guy's shoulder while you are playing it at PAX. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, just I do don't like know. to collect things. The fun part is it's, collecting. It's fun. The fun part is also getting new items that like do little like cute things that you put in your house. Honestly, I get a lot of weird like not reward but like um, satisfaction. Satisfaction. Thank you for like dressing up a a room. It's a lot of fun. I, we used to play okay. Terraria, which is like a two D Minecraft. Yes, and Chad would just always make like these elaborate like castles, and yeah. it was like this was. I always tried to help, but it just was never really my thing. But you yeah. were always about making yeah. these awesome structures. My house was always just very functional. Yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing is Minecraft not... Minecraft is just like, this is this is the furnace, this is the right. stove, Dude, I should here show are you... the stairs, here is your bed. Can doors. I show you my Minecraft? I'll <laughs> show you my it. Minecraft. In, in ways, like, Animal Crossing is, I'd say, significantly less creative than that, but it also right. has room for creativity. Like, like you're going to get a house, and, like, your house is going to look like what your house looks like. You know what I mean? It's really like the furniture that you put inside. Right. So, and that's totally up to you. So you could just be like, well, obviously this is a house, so it needs a bed. 
right? So, like, let me buy a bed. And then you look at, like, the beds that are available to you, and you're like, well, I like this kind of bed. And in in this Animal Crossing, it's going to be like, oh, well, I can build this kind of bed, so I need these types of materials or whatever. Can what you, like, min-max the game? No. What does a bed do? There's really no end to the game because it makes the, it your yeah, house no, looks like, like a house. What, are you going to sleep on the floor? But what's it's like to be the most efficient? Mm. Is there a functional reason for these things? No. Like, is there a difference between the beds? No. Or is it like the game Does of life? Does one give aesthetics. you better sleep and the other one has room for somebody else? No, it's aesthetics. When I come over, I'll find out that you're yellow. living like a dirtbag or not. That's See, that's also sure. another fun part of it is like... <laughs> scumbag, I might. <laughs> you, you get to go to other people's towns and like see how they dress up their town and like change up their stuff. There's a throw bank, a blanket right behind you no, if you I, want it. All right, whatever. No, don't do that. Oh, you close the window. I kind of like it outside. Now it's we're going to suffocate. Oh, wait. Are you cold? Yeah. All right, like, cold. There's a blanket behind me. And there's there's like 10 blankets, me. and they're all for you. We're trying to accommodate to four different cold. temperatures right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, fine. sorry, as you are saying, Justin. I mean, I, I don't even know. All I'm saying is that the game is fun in small bursts, and if you want to do more, you can. But honestly, it's just about like customization, and, and that's interesting. And if that's not your game, then that's your game. So an idea is, like for instance, Moonlighter. I'm watching my sister play. She loves, loves the selling aspect. Yeah, I did too. And then she's like, uh, okay, on the exploration aspect of it, right? But I really like the exploration aspect, and so does her boyfriend. So like we'll do that, and then she'll sell everything. Like She loves Stardew Valley for simply just the idea of like the day-to-day chores and stuff. It's just a different type of game. I did like the limited customization of Moonlighter. Yeah. But I was also... I wish there was a little deeper. True, but that was also yeah. paired with the, the adventure aspect. Right. Yeah. I think you got to, like, make yourself, like... I don't know. You've got to kind of, like, open yourself to the idea of, like... Like, I'm not playing this game to, like, min-max it or to win or anything. You're just kind of like, I'm just going to play this game because it's going to be cool to, like, yeah. walk around. And I might find something new today. And, and every like, day is different, you know? Yeah. You know? And then you might you might wake up one day and walk in and like start your game and like somebody new might just be living there and now you have a new neighbor and you're like oh who's this neighbor and then you might hate them and then you write them nasty letters and then they move. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that, but that's I did that. That's definitely possible. That stupid clown sheep. That clown sheep is so gross. <laughs> Who wants to talk to the clown sheep? Damn. No clown sheep. Wow. <laughs> Not in my town. But it is funny. Like, sometimes, like, a, a, a special store owner will, like, roll in and he'll have, like, special shoes that you could buy, like, a bunch of different shoes. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't even know I could change my shoes. And you're looking at these shoes and you're like, these are cool. What do the shoes do? I don't, not, they make your feet look different. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do nothing. <laughs> they do yeah. nothing. Weirdly the pl- enough. Like, the not playing to win is, that's, you said that and I was just like, a whole, just wave of like why anxiety. yeah <laughs> well no so i, I mean my whole body well not playing to win well what am sir I doing? what are you talking well, about I mean, you, can, you, you kind of create the definition of what winning is right like so so Being for me the best well for me i was like i want to complete the uh the museum so i was really interested in like hunting certain bugs and catching certain fish and finding fossils and doing all that stuff ali was like i just want to have no debt so she just like continuously like found ways to make a lot of money to pay off all of her debt and then she could get these huge houses and eventually paid so much of her debt back that she got a monument erected of her person. And now she, Whoa, you could do that? Yeah, in, right. in New Leaf, if you walk into Allie's town, there's a golden statue of her <laughs> wow. in the town. All right, that appeals to me. Yeah. There you so go. So she was just yeah. like, winning yeah. yeah like, that seems like I a winning state to me. Yeah. So, I mean, winning I didn't know. having lots of things, a big mansion, and everybody praised me. Seems I did like not know you could do that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Game. Like, Allie wasn't really super concerned about, like, building bridges and shit. She was like, I'm going to have Fuck the biggest bridges. house and pay off all of my debts. And, yeah, and your reward is a golden statue. I, like, specifically made my town to have, like, all the shopping districts on this side 
outside and like the special town and like town hall stuff is here made a little fountain put like benches around that shit yeah i was like i'm really into the whole like i don't know customized ass stupid yeah, I've never, <laughs> and I don't know, I've never wasted all that time. It's like in Terraria and Minecraft, whenever we're playing multiplayer, I always have the other people get me supplies and I just build. That's mm. all I do. Mm. Yeah, and I like that dynamic, but it was never really, I don't yeah. know, it was never really my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. The demo at PAX was interesting, though. What did you uh, do during yours? Because you were at a different booth than us. Or so the, so the people that I was playing with were very awkward. Um, like, so the. To, to stage the demo, it was essentially like one representative from Nintendo who was like the leader, air quotes, right? And then three people were joining him on the same Switch. So it was like four people on one screen running around the island gallivanting about doing whatever. Like You'd... there was really no no reason to be walking around. It was kind of just like, just look at what's around this town. Right, see what right. the game yeah. feels like to play, right? And then he could pass control to like each of the other uh, players so they could be like the leader for a while and being the leader really only opens the opportunity to like pick up items and that's a pretty big opportunity you, oh yeah it's, you like, can't it's pick like, up items otherwise no you can help say, generate demo, the items that demo you, did not help convince me to buy that game so well, that's not at all the like it's that is not what that game is like yeah, yeah. it was a very bad like first of all you're in this like loud environment so you're not feeling like the peacefulness of the game and then also it's like you are like that's a single player game. Like you're playing your world, and to not be able to like chop steps down and pick it up and like manage your own inventory is very strange. Yeah, yeah. like that that was very off putting to me. Um, but as far as what we were doing, like the the main guy was just walking around. He's like, oh hey, you want to see a waterfall? And like walked us over there, and then he'd be like, all right, like somebody else be the leader, and he like gave it to the other guys. And the two guys that I was playing with were just super awkward. Yeah. So they were just like, well, I don't know what to do. And I was like, all right, well, fucking give it to me. Like, <laughs> let's go. You know. So when yeah. I got it, I was like, we all, as soon as each one of us came, we like ran around like maniacs. Let's go over here. Let's go over yeah. here. Well, okay. Can I, was I, kind of can a I brat. preface that? I was, can I? Oh, go sorry. No, no. no, I was gonna say like I was kind of a brat because whenever like we would go into an area the the tour guide guy would be like oh guys look there's a butterfly and then like before he even got done saying like equip your net i would already have bought it. <laughs> so he'd be like oh guys look there's a bug oh oh hey look there's a fish oh <laughs> it happened all the time i was like yes yeah we i were, know how to play we this were, game we were not good waiters like we were so, just like anytime we went into any area we immediately were like how do we do the items and then just net can we yeah. pick this up what do we do like so the pro- so the preface- you guys like sweating. He's yeah. like, oh, preface God. to that, the guide was so was so <laughs> stupid. It was like, yeah, I'm the leader, and I have all the items, and like this is what it's like to do the pole thing. And then he would go over the river, and all of us would be on the other fucking side of the river. Yeah, that and then you just run away until we like appeared over there. Yeah, so until- the whole time we're sitting there screaming, "How do we get the pole? Where's the yeah. pole? I don't. I can't get to my. Im- can you get? Can you get your? I can't get to my inventory. He's like, I I know. You- <laughs> Did he show you the controller shake thing? No. Because he we didn't, didn't, we didn't get to that because we took over. We uh, took over to the point where we were like, point. at one point, I was like, hey, what's that? Is that the bench? Is that the crafting bench? And he goes to the crafting bench to show us. I was like, we can make fire, guys. We need this wood. We need this wood. Everybody scour. There's yeah. only 10 more minutes in the demo. They were we the need... leader the whole time? They were the, well, they, tra- they passed it off Yeah, we were while. like, give us the leader. How we're did... trying to make fire. Yeah, how did they pass the leader to you? They just opened up their phone and then went down to the leader. So, th- yeah. so that's funny. So there was actually a shortcut for it. Our guy was like, "I'm not supposed to tell you this, but like, if th- if anybody just shook their controller, just did like a whoop, it automatically stole leader position." Oh what? Yeah. what? That is chaos. Yeah. That is yeah. chaos. it. Was, it was chaos. chaos. He's like, "You're not supposed to know this," and I was just like, "Doop," and then just started running around. Like, <laughs> is that that's, is that permanent in the I game? I don't know if that's main game, but like. 
him telling me that we're not supposed to know that made it seem like it was for that build of the game. Uh, like in case like he needed to take it really quickly and you weren't giving it back. Yeah, so exactly. If you're not the main guy, what can you do? Run around. That's yeah. it. You can pick stuff up. You can pick stuff up. But you pick stuff up for them. You don't even control the camera because the leader is moving the right, camera. Right, it's like around. tails. Yeah, actually, yeah. you can't pick stuff up. No, you can't. You, you can't can, pick you stuff can up. Chop you can at chop things. trees. You can pick up. You can yeah. catch shit. There's like you, you can pick you stuff can up fish. if you've caused. Like if I dug, then and I picked up a fossil, I picked up the fossil. But if there was just something like hanging on the ground, I couldn't pick. Yeah, up like wood and shit. I remember there was one time that face, Alex. That face is exactly right. It was weird and it was didn't make sense. But why? No, but we we wait wait wait. Were we able to we we couldn't pick up stuff because we would think, find stuff and tell the leader to pick yeah. up shit. Yeah, because I think technically the leader is the instant like they're the instance owner of the game. So like when they are like running around, you're essentially managing their inventory specifically. Yeah, I don't think you can manage four inventory. It's like one of those weird Nintendo decisions. Oh, one hundred percent. It's definitely one hundred percent that vibe. Yeah. Like yes, it's like a server based game where so one person owns it, but you're all on the same console. Yeah. And you're talking like, to yeah. your cell phone yeah. to talk to each other. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Like I'm just looking for a game to play with Nicole, and it's like, I don't. This is this not doesn't that sound game. like fun. This is I not think that we game. said like my tails. I'm tails. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really get to do anything. Yeah, remember, no, there's one one part. Yeah, when we realized that, I guess it was just me and you created a goal for everyone so that we would all work on that. It was like, we only got 10 more minutes left, guys. We got to make fire. That's the job. Fire, right? It needs these type of woods. We got to make this fire. So we pick up all the things and then we make the fire. And I remember nudging the group next to me. Yeah. Yeah. And with Jeff. And I remember when we made the fire and we placed it down and we turned it on and we were like, yeah, I remember nudging the other team next to me on the other monitor. I was like, did you guys make fire yet? No. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like catching butterflies. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. We didn't listen to our instructor at all. No, not at all. And then when I was the leader, I took everybody to the museum and I found out the, the button to take screenshots. Yeah. And so then we were all like, everybody get in here. Everybody get in here. Let's take a picture. And I was like, this will always live on this switch forever. (laughs) That was fun. No one looks at those screenshots. Right. Exactly. Like mine forever. All in all, I would say the demo was trash, and I, <laughs> I enjoyed running around, but it wasn't any more enjoyable than like New Leaf. So I am excited still for the game. I'm sad that I didn't get. They had really cool button down shirts that looked like Nook's like little like vacation yeah. shirt. Really wanted that. Offered fifty dollars. Oh. Nobody took it. Very. Upset. Oh, they were all wearing it. Right? They were all wearing it. I was happy that they that the demo was for players though, because it turned people over really fast. Yeah. I got my little tote bag real quick, so I was happy about that. I, I, I appreciate you going up to some, someone at the booth that's like a woman. You're like, 50 bucks, take off your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I specifically went for a guy, and I was like, hey, so I love the shirt. What are the chances I could buy that off of you? He was like, well, we did get two, and that's all the information I needed. I went to every other person. I was like, listen, I know you get two of these shirts, right? <laughs> I'm willing to buy one of them off for 50 bucks. And they're like, oh, maybe come back on Sunday. One person was like, 75, and I was like, Psh. 75 deal. I was like, ooh, that was too quick. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. Uh, uh, so you didn't get one? No, I didn't get one. I got stupid Isabel pins, though. Whatever. <laughs> I got the Isabel pins nice, though. How many did you get? Four. You have four of them. <laughs> I have three now because I gave the Nintendo Life guy one. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's for you, Zeon. That's for you. You owe me one <laughs> on the books. You can give one to Allie? Allie got one, too. Oh, yeah. okay. So now I have two. <laughs> You're like holding So them maybe back. one of our lucky listeners, if you want to ask for that pin... Email. It's like fifty podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, they're still going for. Oh, I didn't check recently. I guess it's like thirty. No, now. they're now at thirty. They're like they thirty. I'm, wait, yes. I'm waiting for the supply to go down, and then I'll jump on that. Mm. 
or until the next event where they start giving it away. But apparently, yeah, if coronavirus is a problem. There will be no more events because yes. they they postponed GDC. GDC. Did you hear about that? Yes, that Feel was bad. an event that happened since our last thing. That sucks. Yeah, and so, uh, they're thinking about postponing the Olympics, but they right now they're like it's still on. And then E three is also like, yeah, I don't know. E three said that it's still happening. Yeah, yeah. What else at PAX did you guys play that you enjoyed? I have a few games. I, I remember. know we all had fun with. Like Ghost one Runner? Game. Yeah, we can talk about that one first. Ghost I guess. Runner was cool, yeah. man. That was, uh, that was a interesting. Frame. I don't think you would. I don't know if I would be. Able, I don't know if it would be fun to play that on a controller. I feel like you need to turn quickly in that. Game. Yeah, really? no, that's that's a yeah. PC. Game. I didn't I play it with a controller. I feel I like so. I did not. I would not have enjoyed it on. I played it yeah. on a controller. Yeah, and yeah. you enjoyed it. I prefer. Okay. I mean, I, I always prefer a controller to a. Me too. A I agree. Well, I just what, yeah. so I was talking to the uh, the, the can we explain what the game is. Yeah. So the game is if anyone's played Katana Zero. Um, or hotline, maybe. or hot, hot wire. Maybe. I'd, I'd hot go hotline. to Mirror's Edge hotline, first. So that's the so that's sort of the game stuff, game type where it's Concept, one hit, yeah. one hit, one kill, yes. and you die in one hit. But it's a first person game, sort of like Mirror's Edge. There's a lot of parkour, and it's like this cyberpunk, um, neo like Tokyo yeah. noir yeah. yeah. kind of. So what you're doing is it's sort of like almost like stage base, but you you're just jumping around parkouring and killing dudes like with a sword. And you're just cutting them up, and then you're getting shot and dying, and then you're respawning, and like you have to find a way to kind of kill all of these guys in a in a. I don't think it's timed, but before it's, dying, it's not timed. But the game moves so fast that it almost feels like you're speed running it all the time. It's really yes. cool. Like you're sliding yeah. and jumping. Uh, you can dodge bullets in air. You yeah, slow yeah, down time, you slow like down move time, yourself yeah. over. Yeah, you have like a sidestep maneuver. It's pretty cool. Um, it seems like a lot of fun. It looks like you get gadgets too, but. By the end of the demo, you get like a grappling hook. Yeah, Justin was the only one of us that finished it. Did you guys no, finish what? it? No, what? No, we both. You all finished. You're the only one that didn't finish. I'm the it. only one that didn't. Finish but you were it. also dealing with like Bob like Wolf. Yeah, I, think. I, was, I was facilitating conversations. There so. was just one part that was difficult. Um, well, I mean, the whole thing was kind of difficult, but there was one part that was real difficult. Yeah, there were like eight guys, and then you could—they all could see you from like so many angles. Right. So it was very yeah. hard to but avoid there, one and kill the other without getting shot. But in it the was cool because there was there was multiple paths you can go down. So it's like you can kind of. You can puzzle it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did like that a lot. But the rep was saying that they really wanted to make the sword feel good. Because, yeah. you know, in first-person games with a sword, it's difficult to sort of make it feel nice. You know, yeah. you kind of get yeah. the Skyrim thing where you're just slashing randomly. Yeah. Or yeah. It just doesn't, you're just cutting through air, it feels like. Yeah. The sword feels like... Um in overwatch when you're genji and you yes. have like that one like forward step and slice attack that is exactly what i felt and he actually he actually called it he actually called it genji yeah um and they said the sword is very forgiving yeah. it's like if you yeah. miss by a couple pixels like you're still gonna hit it yeah so that's why a controller... you can be pretty far away from it too yeah. and you'd still get them yeah. and that's why i think a, a control would be okay like you don't need to turn and look exactly at him and cut it's sort yeah. of like there's this broad swath it's like that a you cone that, that you're hitting within i don't know like I, did, I still didn't think that it felt awesome because there was a couple of times that I, I was agree. kind of swinging frantically and the guy was like next to me and he died and I was just like, oh, I guess I did that. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think it still needs some fine tuning. Uh, there was sort of like a dash attack that I wasn't really sure when I was doing it and I would like look yeah. at a guy and dash and then he was behind or me. Or how far he was. That was the thing yeah. I had the most trouble with is either like dashing and not being close enough or dashing right. and passing him and yeah. Yeah. being like totally fucked. No, I've definitely totally. passed them sometimes but I passed them sometimes on purpose and accidentally landed on top of them and then I'd feel the characters jump like hit his head and I would slash <laughs> and he would die. 
So, oh man, if you had a backstab one, like you go through them and then yeah. backstab, it'd be cool if there's some animation. Awesome. Yeah, I think the animation and the feeling of like the kill might be too sudden, but I think you need to have that suddenness just so yeah. because you need to keep moving all the time in order to avoid bullets and shit. Yeah, but and the last kill of each like section is slow mo. Yeah, which is really sort of yeah. it felt like. I don't know, the action and the gameplay almost reminded me of uh, Metal Gear Revengeance. Like yeah. That, that no, nice I, sword play. I would totally agree with that. Even though it's not first person, but... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, that was a really promising game. I, th- I still think it needs some refining, but that was a lot of fun. I yeah. mean, we took everyone there. And it was <gasps> they said it's coming out late this year. Like, I'm definitely going to get that game, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's going to be like a six, eight-hour game, and it's not going to be 60 bucks. so it's going to be just a, kind of like a cool... Uh, short action experience. Yeah, because all that game that. is is really just the, that those few mechanics, and then just a lot of stages that they just build. Yeah, well, sometimes that's all you really like want. In yeah, a game. it's exactly just that feels right? cool to play. But I'm wondering if you're gonna yeah, get more basically. gadgets. You know, you get the grappling hook. I'm well, wondering if you get more things. That's yeah, that's true. I mean, grappling hook. Yeah, uh, Katana Zero had interesting like segments between each of the stages too, where there was like you know we had like the apartment, and then you had the storytelling aspect, and then you had like the the choosing your answers to questions for a certain amount of time thing so i mean this might have that too you never yeah. know yeah, yeah. this I, was the debut of this game from a game company that i haven't heard of yeah and it, it was real well really well polished yeah. if it was yeah. just it was stages like, what, all, would it just all in games or something yeah it was, it was level up games all in games i think all is like the game. the production studio okay. yeah. but i don't mm. think it's like the people who are specifically it's, making it yeah, um, I could say like it would probably be if you had like just the mechanics and the stages, it would be kind of like a super hot, I suppose. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd see a lot of similarities there, but there was no other game on the floor that looked like that or felt yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. It felt very like it felt more modern than most of the other stuff they were. Playing. I agree. Yeah. A lot of it was like you know indie. Kind well, of it was yeah. surprisingly. Ref- it was kind of a small booth, and I sort of just or we just sort of just bumped into it. Yeah, and we almost just went right past it, um, and then the guy dragged us in there. And I, and I was like, all right, fine, I'll play. Yeah. yeah, and then it was like, wow, this is actually really cool. And it was. They just... also had like a cool setup. Like it was very, yeah. they, it was you know in like a sort of chain link fence, yeah, and like there were like holes ripped stuff. out of the yeah. fence. Yeah, mm. so it was a very. I appreciated the the effort. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. I think we all got a chance to play that game Pathless too. So that was yes, fun. that was interesting. Yeah, we did pay pay. That we was did fun. Um, I forgot that that game was showed at like Game Awards, right? The game Awards, or yeah. something. Oh, I did yeah. not. That's the only reason so, I went over there. Oh, like, really? hey, so the this, eagle thing. Yeah, the story, <laughs> right. and the story behind this game. I talked to the dude, the creative director. Yeah, and I told you guys all this, but mm-hmm. for everyone else, it's the creative director is from Journey. He was a guy on Journey, everyone's favorite game. Yep, and he <laughs> and he left and made his own company, Squid Something. What's it called? Giant Squid. Giant Squid Games and made Abzu. Yes. Which is a very peaceful, almost meditative game. Really good if you're just looking for kind of a, a small, neat experience. There are some action-y elements to it, but it's mainly just exploration. Um, and then this is their next game, uh, Pathless, which is... There is still this like meditative quality to it. It's very sort of... like The running animation is very good-looking and swift, and the graphics are very colorful and interesting and you're running around what like i felt like what yeah what i felt like yeah what i felt was weird is like i and now that you put it into pers- uh in the perspective of like the creative director from journey and abzu right and it's like supposed to be meditative and like an exploration thing and like you're just passing through scenes now i kind of get it because i was talking to the pr guy and he was like and i was like so like what do you like what do you do with the bow like what are you planning like is there any action or like fighting or anything like that and he was mentioning like well use the bow to shoot these like diamonds to get you speed and then you collect mm-hmm. the speed to do these things and then blah 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 and then he was like but it does feel like if you had that bow you'd probably do more action stuff but this game's mostly mainly about like 
like exploration yeah and like open world exploration or whatever and then in my head i was like so my expectations are for you to be doing something but really the game is more like an abzu slash journey where you're not really doing anything you know you're just exploring it does seem more action focused because you do you have this falcon that flies you around you have the bow and i know he said that it's not like action focused but it just seems like it's a little bit more like it should be well, action focused it or feels it would like do really well it is more fast-paced than either of those games definitely yeah. and i like i think the the mechanic of like shooting the targets to move faster and can you, maintain can momentum you explain that a little bit yeah so it's like so you're running around and then you have like a, a dash where you run slightly faster and then throughout the world there are these floating diamonds like these little target they're pieces of paper right um, I don't know what they were actually. Yeah, so they, they, they like were paper, just little diamond pieces of paper, or fabric, uh, with, with like yeah. a target on them. They're and like, then if you're looking like generally that. in that direction, there's sort of this uh, pretty pretty generous auto target where you'll see it and you'll know that you're targeting that that piece of paper. And then you have to hold down your shoot button to fill this little gauge. It's essentially like like solidifying the lock on for that yeah, yeah. Uh, like for that thing. And then once you let it go, you fire the shot, and then when the shot hits it gives you this extra boost so the idea is that you want to like choose some direction or path where there's many of these things in sequence and by timing the button presses and making sure you charge it enough to hit it and you do this in rapid succession you can move through the map really really quickly and you can like chain some of your run dashes with like if you jump in the air you can fly with the with the eagle and then keep shooting and like maintain your glide for a really long time like i i on on running around on the ground like felt good i feel like i don't understand what i'm doing but like in the air i i feel like it jump the double jump with the eagle was like too high and then i would miss the spot that i'm trying to land on it was like inaccurate yeah and then like when you if you were like trying to go faster and whenever you pull to shoot the target you let go of the eagle, so you fall, and you fall pretty quickly, and then, like, as soon as you hit the target, you, like, zoom forward, and then if you're, like, something's in front of you, you kind of miss it, and then, like, all of a sudden, you're on the ground again, so I feel like yeah. it worked. I don't think... On the ground, I feel like it worked, and it was definitely meant to work while you were flying, because there were targets, like, pretty high up, but uh, I did not there? have a... Yeah. I, I did not have those. a lot of success with it in I don't, sky. I don't really think they want you flying. I think they just want that as sort of, like, a vehicle to get you over things or get you short distances. No, like, I think... You, I think because... There's the definitely some charge, jumping the puzzles. The fly charge was like just at one. You could like jump, mm-hmm. and you could float a little bit, and then, and then if you like, hit the eagle, you wings. could fly again. Right, and then it went down from one to zero. So that, that uh, I don't know, like stat, you definitely can level up mm. for sure. It's going to be like journey, like the way that you can like jump higher yeah, and higher. Yeah. It's going to be like the longer you're, you're, you're going to be able right, to yeah. do that. Your eagle's going to power up, and you're like you're going to be able to do it like five times. So you're going to be able to jump up high and then hit the thing and then fly again what, and then jump up again and then what, like what, travel farther distances that way. What the creative director got, I wish I remembered his name. His, I had his card, but um, what he's telling me is that they wanted to make like so you're this woman with your woman, right? You're a woman yeah. with a bow, and most games where you're a character with a bow. It's sort of like whenever you want to shoot, it's sort of like stop, aim, you know, do your thing. If you want to shoot in rapid suggestion, it's sort of like stop, aim, stop, aim, stop, aim. Yeah. And they really wanted to make this fluid experience. And honestly, what felt really cool to me was whenever you shoot, it wasn't just this like straight line right to the target. Yeah. It was this very realistic kind of like swivel, swiveling path of the arrow. And if you missed, like you could tell that it was going to miss and it was, it felt very organic or natural that the way that the yeah. curve was going on that shot yeah I feel like i feel like that great director did really well with like 
gravity and the feeling of like levity in the other games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and making her like look cool when natural. she's like running and dashing and stuff. Like it, yeah. it, it was the definitely cool lens. to move Beautiful around. Beautiful game too. The, the yeah. two, the two hangups that I had with it, and this is very likely because this was like a convention build of the game, was like one I just like. I didn't know where to go I had ever. No idea what to do. I was just like, all because of doing that was like point. You were supposed to just explore. They yeah. said, yeah, but I also like didn't understand the controls or the mechanics. So I was wandering around for like a good fifteen minutes until finally I like pulled somebody from the booth and I was like, "Can you explain to me what the hell is going?" On? Yeah, yeah. I I'm like not enjoying yeah. myself. It says right. at the beginning of the demo though. I didn't you see maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe I jumped onto a demo like right after somebody had put it okay. down, so I didn't see. Cause yeah, it was, like, during the press hour that I went over there. So I could not, I could not for the life of me. What were you supposed to do? What did it say? No, it just told you the controls. I'm like, oh. yeah, but that's it. Like, am I? So I was like, okay, I'm at this tower. Why am I at this tower? How come? Did I beat this tower? Do I need to? And he's like, no, you need one more thing. I'm like, what is the thing? Like, what does it look like? And yeah, I keep is... getting to places and they glow, and then I get there and I talk to a skeleton, and then nothing happens. And like, yeah. now what do I do? And... Yeah, this is exactly my experience where I was like, I'm, I'm pretty aimless pathless if you if you will well, we all split one um, gameplay session too yeah but like when all of us were on i don't think any of us really knew what we were doing yeah, yeah. but, whole but then but then the other part is like like we were saying aside from the paper things that you're shooting like we would see these like these giant evil looking clouds and then you'd walk into the clouds and then your eagle would fly away or get blown away and you have to like seek out your eagle and revive your eagle without being spotted by these giant like elk monster things and then when you find your eagle then it uses some magic and blows away all of the red dust and then yeah, i thought I the game was you were supposed to find these dust clouds have your eagle die and then revive falcon. them and then falcon whatever yeah and that's what i thought the game was so then i was just seeking out all of the and telling you guys to go to the dust clouds yeah but I, I don't know if that was actually part of it or if that was just like a like, uh, be wary of this guy, you know? Well, see, I, just, I wanted to shoot other things than the paper. You right. know what I mean? Like, the shooting deer. felt yeah. really good. And, yeah. yeah, like, there were, like, these evil-looking deer things. So yeah, I'm like, I kept why... trying to shoot those deer and nothing happened. Yeah, and, like... So he told me that eventually, and it wasn't in this game, you're supposed to, like, the deer and the rabbits and stuff, you can... They're red because they're taken by whatever that miasma is, right? And your job is to clean them off. <clears throat> or like some cleanse shit. It. Yeah, well, like, the way exactly. that you, like the way you clean your bird. eagle. Yeah, yeah, you can clean them the same way. Interesting. Eagle, so to falcon, falcon, I think. Yeah. So that wasn't exactly the answer I was looking for because really I wanted to shoot them. So I feel like I don't know. I, like my expectations because you have a bow is here, and also because of Horizon Zero Dawn, I suppose, and it felt like the arrow shooting, and yeah. I was like, "That's well, that's what it is." It's, it's like, like it's like shooting. Like that. Well, shooting the bow I'm saying like just really having that do. expectation. I'm looking to shoot stuff. Yeah, it's other like than a, pieces of paper. Shooting the bow felt really good, so I was like trying to find as many opportunities as I could to be shooting the yeah. bow. But it's like I just feel like that wasn't yeah. quite there yet. I think maybe part of like I didn't have a, a great experience with it, but I think it was a lot of like. This was an odd build. You it, like me if you'd started from the game, you'd probably have a better sense of direction of what you were supposed to be doing and why. Yeah. And then I feel like the people at the booth like were not really I, that helpful in sort maybe, of explaining. Like it seemed like they didn't really understand it. I don't know if it was like a PR company or whoever probably. I talked to, maybe but they it, didn't really understand. I feel like, like this. it was a bad mix of things all together that didn't create a great experience that might not be the final game. Like put it like this, like remember let's think it back to Journey. And let's think about if this game, if Journey was demoed on a PAX floor, like if you were just you were just dropped in the first area and given a controller, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Like you're by yourself, yeah. Yeah. and you're just running around these sand dunes, and like, sure, the movement down the the slopes feels good, but it's like, 
I think those games are sort of hard to demo. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely you're true. Right about that. Definitely true. Yeah, that's what yeah. Because I, I walked away from that thinking like, like this is probably going to be something I buy, but it'll probably be better by myself. Yeah, and well, in a full experience, just kind of let yeah. yourself figure it out. Yeah, because, I think that's like, the even, whole thing. Yeah, because even when we were trying to figure it out, it was like we found like a little jumping puzzle thing. And I remember trying to do that right yeah, before, yeah. and I was like trying to do the jump and the double jump, and I felt that it was like very inaccurate. And then like I tried the bow thing, and I was just doing the bow thing because I was like, well, that's the thing you can do, and so I liked the feel of that. But other other than that, I wasn't yeah exactly. I wasn't really sure what we were doing. Yeah, know? I'm I'm hoping I'm and now I'm actually thinking like comparing it to games like Journey or Abzu, like the things that really made those experiences for me were like those set piece moments, like. Like you, when the the sun is like shining through the the and you're one sliding like, down thing, that, you're like sliding thing, yeah. sideways like that's amazing. That's and something then, that definitely stands and out. And Abzu when you like find the the whale and you're holding onto the whale and it's doing yeah. stuff. But what's different about this and what I'm really curious about is like in both of those set pieces, to me pro- the most memorable experiences of both of those games, like the player isn't really doing anything. You know, like you're when you're sliding it. down, you're just kind of you're sliding down. Yeah. yeah. And in Abzu, you're just holding one button to ride the thing. But in this, it's like... There's an action the, element. Yeah, that. are those set pieces going to be... Like, are you going to have to be, like, doing things while it's happening? Is that going to make them better or worse? Or? Well, it's no, sort of it like, might just be, like... Could it make like them sloppy if you fuck the, it up? Like the Falcon, like, flying through an area of some kind. Well, even the elk thing, you didn't have to do too much. But it was sort of like this Eye of Sauron thing that was watching you to sneak over to your Falcon. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Stealth in many games yeah. kind of bar, uh, kind of bothered me because it's, like... It, it just... Like, that game felt at its best when you're moving really fast. And now you're, like drop into the game to a halt and it's like okay like I think that's kind of the point you're upping drama yeah sure but like i don't know it's just like it's not like doesn't feel awesome or it doesn't feel as good as moving around but that's just me like i'm, I'm just know. a complainer i'm i'm pretty optimistic about it i mean each of us only played for five minutes oh i definitely session. I'm, hey. I'm in justin's boat we're like i'm definitely planning no, on I mean, getting each, this game I'm each yeah. of us because yeah. we were all on the same console yeah, yeah. i know we you, you the played the whole time 10 yeah. minutes or whatever yeah. um but yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely in Justin's boat. We're like, I'm probably gonna get this game, but I think it's going to be best like in a sort of like introspective alone. So oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, hey guys, want to come over and play Pathless or like watch you know, me play Pathless. If the beginning of no, Alex, stop asking. <laughs> I am thinking like if Journey was if it demoed from the very beginning and you just go. I, I mean, you see a few scenes in the first like ten minutes pretty quickly, and it, the first part is like a puzzle. So I feel like. That but, had direction, but that's only, I don't know about Abzu. Abzu there's though. no, no, no. And, and Journey get dropped in, and there's like nothing. No, and, you, you, you have a bunch of like these gravestones, and it's ushering you into a direction at least. I don't know. I Maybe. remember wandering around not, a lot at the beginning, and like especially in a demo where you're just trying to figure out the movement for half of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the Same. beginning, the first scene is you see the light at the be- like at the very end of this mountain, and it's just like. Beckoning you that direction. I think in a demo they would just drop you in the game. They wouldn't yeah, show you I, that. I, I think this demo Hard in particular demo. is like not like there was no intro cutscene or anything. Right. Like yeah. you know, right? Like if you buy this your game, direction. you're not just gonna like here the controls go. You know, there's gonna be some sort of some sort of setup. Yeah, and some sort of like why you here? You see the elk things burning the forest or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So really, they need to like they need like a smaller bit with like something some direction. Well, they just need some narrative right now. Yeah. It's just sort of gameplay. In the final game, I'm sure they'll have something. Yeah. What uh? What else did you guys play that you enjoyed, I, so, or didn't? I game. played um. So do you remember the game that we played last year? That was like it had those gems. 
and there was like this beam of light that sort of came out you and then you when you would like activate the gems you'd either switch places with it or they would explode and you'd move you don't remember oh it's called evergate that was the puzzle one yes that was frustrate there were like there were cool elements to it but there were, it was there was some frustration there so i it was at the indie mega booth last year and then i went again this year thinking like oh maybe it'll be out and i didn't see it and then like right before we were leaving uh jason was like i really want to check out that front area we haven't seen it yet i was like there's gonna be nothing there sure whatever i'll take you over there and we get over there and i see a huge booth for that game really and i was like the fuck jason i gotta play this game like right now Holy i shit. went over there and i was like guys i saw our game last year i literally looked for it this year i couldn't find it i didn't think to cut that you'd have your own booth um wow you got terrible booth placement yeah it was know. terrible booth placement it was Where like was in the, it? it was in the front um sort of next to nintendo Oh, that dead corner? Yes, it's yeah. a dead corner. It was bad booth I don't think I went in that corner a single time. So this game was there, and I was like, look, I'm like literally leaving in an hour. I, I, I have to play right now. Like, you have to just I, – I try not to be like an yeah. asshole about like press stuff, but I was like – like, but as this time, I was like, look, guys, I really am – this is not a line. Like, I'm really leaving in Clear an hour. Clear these ads out of the I, way. I like, was dying to play this game. You got to let me jump on. You got to let me jump on. And they were like, yes, of course. They were like, oh, my God, we're so excited that you're excited. Yes, of course you can jump on. Um, and it was pretty – it was like a much more flushed out version of the game. Like, okay. they, you know, they didn't have music even last time. And the levels, they now have, um, you know, like, each area has, like, three stars or whatever that are, like, the challenge. You know, so can you get is, these three stars and also beat the level? So this is a puzzle have... game where you're, like, sort of changing yes. places with different elements on the screen? So it's a puzzle game where you're a little guy. It looks uh, very much like Ori. Like, it's that kind of sort of aesthetic. And you're, like, okay. this little white sort of ghost-looking thing. Um, and you have this uh, beam of light that you can aim in any direction around you. And then... That beam of light can activate different gems that are on the map, and it's a puzzle platformer. Is this a game that you played where it's like a, it's like all like silhouettes and light? No. no. All right, never mind. I have no idea no. what the game is at all. Yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> lost. It's a puzzle platformer. I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> so it's a puzzle platformer. It's a little guy, and you can activate all these gems around the map, and all the gems do different things. So there's one that like um, explodes. So if you activate it, it gives you a little boost. It gives you like sort of a double jump. And there's another one where you activate it, you switch places um, with the gem. And and they they added one more. I can't remember this time, but um, it makes for some pretty interesting puzzles. I really like the aesthetic of it. And um, I was trying to like sort of. I wasn't sure if it was a time demo, so I was like trying to rush through it. And it yeah. was like it was pretty hard. But like I can every single one you can kind of. I could see sort of what it was, and you just have to sort of get your timing right and figure it out. I was way better than everybody else that was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this was one of those games. It's like one of those indie games you play that was a little rough around the edges last year. And I wasn't sure how I felt about it right after playing it, but I think what I liked the most about it was that the devs came over afterwards. And I'm pretty sure this is the guy that literally had a notebook. And he, did, he was, yeah. and we were we were saying what we what we liked and what you know we thought could be improved or what we didn't like and he was like taking notes he was super interested in like making the game better and uh you know getting all the feedback and i thought that was really cool nice and i like remembered it yeah a lot of the other games that i played last year i really remembered except for for this one and i um i was really glad i got to play again and i got everybody's card and uh the so the, the first guy i walked up to i was like i I, th- I don't think this is the guy I talked to last year. I doubt he would remember me, but I feel like I remember him. I don't think this is him. So I start talking to him, and he's just, and I said, like, what's your involvement with the game? Hoping I haven't met this guy already. And he's like, oh, actually, I'm not involved with the game. <laughs> like, what? Okay, what? He's like, oh, long story. But essentially, the main, the head developer, like the guy that we talked to last year, 
Um, he his wife is having a baby like right now, oh, so wow. <laughs> he couldn't Damn. make it to PAX this year. So I'm literally just his friend, and I'm here. Like he told me about the game, I'm just here to help him like run his booth. Damn, he good friend. Good friend. Yeah, that is yeah. Awesome. yeah. So he's like he couldn't he put be here today. In the coronavirus way. Yeah, yeah right. So he's yeah. like, so I'm glad that you like it. I w-, and I was like, okay, good, because I didn't recognize you, and I didn't want to say I didn't recognize you. He's like, yeah, no, you definitely didn't see me last year. <laughs> totally new face. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. But yeah, I can't. That's coming out. Soon they think somehow still don't have a publisher. I don't know how that mm. works. Um, but they said as soon as they get that sorted out, they're gonna launch. Nice. Once we get the money, guys, yeah, we'll have it go. <laughs> but they, the game is done. Like they showed it to me, and then like I got to see a lot more of like the interface and what the menus will look like. And I was like, oh, okay, this this is now a full game. I see. Yeah. I see all the pieces coming together. Mm. You know, so, it's at, have those experiences after packs. I was looking up. There were a whole bunch of articles after packs that were like. Uh, best indie games of packs and i wanted to be like oh i wonder how many of these i've played you know and i looked through it and this one i didn't play like any of these games like damn i missed out on some of these some cool games were they like, what cool oh i don't even remember but one of them that was on it that i did play was one that liz and i was probably one yes. of the first games we played i was that's the other game that really stuck with me it's called spirit fair yeah. okay and this is i knew what he was gonna say said it was like very peaceful <laughs> yeah. kind of game right well so it's like it's almost Disney aesthetics, like really beautiful. Yeah. Almost, it looks hand drawn. Like Studio Ghibli. Okay, okay. And it's a side-scrolling game. Ghibli. Okay. Ghibli. Um, <laughs> side-scrolling game where it's totally co-op. One person is a kid, uh, this little happy-looking kid with this like hat, almost wizard hat on. Okay. And the other person's a cat, but the cat can do everything that the kid can do, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, we were a little okay. like, I was like, I don't want to play this lame cat. Yeah, she's like, said, you be the cat. Yeah, Alex called? was like, oh, I'll play it. But then he started Spirit playing. Fair. He's like, oh, wait, I can do everything that you can do. So the game, the game is called Spirit Fair because all the characters are spirits. Okay. And they're all like interesting looking creatures and frogs and like, uh, and you they're sure all they different all kinds of fair. animals. So <laughs> all of these are actually spirits. So they've died. Yes. And your job is to sort of ferry them to the afterlife. Okay. And they uh, all have it's but and they're all based on real experiences by oh, the developer. Yeah. Um so what you're doing is you're talking to each of these characters and like completing their one last wish or completing their oh, that's like there's cool. one yeah. thing like that's that left so you're undone. Like, you're, yeah, you're giving them peace so that you're so your ship is called the Spirit Fairer. Yeah. And so you're giving them peace that they can cross over into the afterlife. And then as you, it's not just like a, you know, okay, I go, I talk to this snake, I do the side quest, and then I come back to her. It's like, I talk to this snake, and then she comes and joins my journey, and like, she gets her own room on the spirit fair. And mm. so as you move through the game, you keep collecting spirits. That's cool. And building spots. Like, and every time you sort of collect a spirit and you get a new room, you place it on your ship. So, you so can there also, is that like, customization element yeah. of the ship. Looking out for you, chap. <laughs> so pic- picture like this uh, 2D like long wooden boat. Yeah. And then each of the little rooms, it's not just like squares. They all look like almost little individual houses that are stacked on top of each other. It oh, just cool. gives it this really interesting like town kind of vibe. Kind of pieced yeah. together town vibe. Yeah. 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 Like a patchwork town. Yeah. And it's supposed to be just this really emotional journey. Um, it like was it's like very, very relaxing yeah. and just like I could see how you would just sit here and play this for like I, I could sit here and play yeah, this all day. You can hug each of the characters. Like, it's like really? you, there's all these like interesting things you can do with them. Yeah, I've tried to hug them too many times. It's like uh, I don't want to do this. Right I've now. had enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So yeah, each that like each good. spirit that's on your ship has like a different you know content meter, and so you can check on how content they are at any point in time. Uh, so I love this. Be, 
like if you hug them they'll get happier and as you're doing more um tasks for them or whatever they'll get happier too so what i got a kick out of and this is just the dumbest mechanic but the cat yeah so i just like this so when you so you can jump in the air but if you double jump and hold a like the kid lifts his hat off his head and he like the girl Right? I think it's a girl. I, I said kid. Girl. It's close. But then you Gender just neutral. Oh, uh, whatever. So they uh, <laughs> lift their hat up and then they can glide, like use it as a parachute. Yeah, that's cool. So, but what the cat does, which I just thought this was so funny. That's very funny. Um, like if you double jump with the cat, it blows up like a balloon and then his arms are going like all over the place and he's just like floating down to the ground <laughs> as Mason making this like uh, air out of a balloon yeah, sound. It's very, and the cat's eyes are like bulging. It's very <laughs> stylish and it's very like everything... Uh, it it almost feels like every animation that happens, like there was a lot of like thought put into, yeah. you know, what's this going to look like and how is this going to make the player feel and like is this this will be a cute moment that they'll have, you know, every time. You and to it. give it a little bit more cred too, like this is the developer that did uh, Jotun or Jotun, yeah, or yeah. Yotun oh yeah, or, they have oh, really pretty stuff, right? yeah, and yes, and, and Sunder. This is yeah. Iron Lotus Games, um, Thunder Lotus, Thunder Lotus Games, yeah. and we've talked about them in the past. Uh, we've always loved. Their ideas yeah, and their cool. and their art style. Yeah. Uh, but the gameplay game is always, always short. where it feels a little off or there's yeah. something missing. Same thing with Sundered. Yeah, Sundered upon explanation was literally like a game made for me, and I couldn't even get yeah. two hours into it because I was just like, all of this it, just feels so jank. Like, but damn it, how yeah. beautiful are those games? Yeah, and no, just like they, you want to play, but something holds it back. Yeah, Joden was the so one where you're like basically fighting boss monsters yeah it's like a shadow of the boss yeah yeah it's an isometric yeah but it was kind of hard to see where you were going and like it was difficult to like maneuver around the map is that right well it was it was just there wasn't a lot to do it was sort of just like there was a hub world you go into this world and then you're sort of just walking to the boss and then you fight the boss Uh. and i don't know there was there needed to be a little bit more there wasn't any kind of rpg upgrading things uh, there, maybe yeah. there was a little bit, but it wasn't really what Didn't I feel wanted. Like progress. Yeah, Sundered yeah. on the uh, like in the other direction was like so that was like a Metroidvania style game, which you could like, but it was all procedurally generated. So like mm. while the environments looked really cool, you never really felt like you had a sense of place because it's all just like nothing areas yeah. basically. Yeah. And then all of the enemies were procedurally generated. So like as you're walking through, enemies would just appear on screen. So the game was just, like, very unbalanced because, like, you might be in an area that's, like, very difficult to navigate and they just happen to swarm you with, like, four enemies at the same time and you're like, it's not even fun to fight here. Like, you, it was just very disjointed. It felt yeah. like part, like, the, the pieces didn't work together. And usually in a uh, Metroidvania game like Hollow Knight or, or whatever, like, those games feel incredibly balanced because all of the pieces are placed very intentionally like yeah, right. you know enemies are where they are because you, they want you to interact with them in a certain way and all this sort of stuff this game was just kind of like well here's all the pieces just and that was your like, hopefully it like comes jedi out fallen order worse <laughs> way worse this was your game of show too when we, we were hitting it was at the time and the thing is it really impressed in a demo scenario yeah. but then like when you think about like oh a procedurally generated metroidvania with randomly spawning enemies it's just like uh, it's just it, it. it doesn't feel good it just yeah. doesn't feel good you know so i'm hoping it seems like both those because jotun i think it's jotun it's jotun jotun i think they both both those games demoed well yeah um this one's 
less action focused, which maybe is to their benefit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, there's not really a lot of mechanics in this game because it's mainly like exploration and talking. And, okay. You know, so I have hugging. Like there's there's no combat or anything. You know, it's. I have high hopes. Yeah. Because yeah. it just seems like I mean, a, it sounds like fun well, it's, game. It's, it's I, different. You know, yeah. like it's it's very narrative. It's and it's very beautiful. And the yeah. ship is just I don't know something. I'm know, not really yeah. usually into that customization, but that I was kind of like this. I, this could be fun. I I I would like this. I put <laughs> the first uh, new house we got. You can yeah. put it anywhere, and normally you would just sort of stack them. You know, yeah. in your normally fashion. you put it like right next to the other houses, but we're not. So normal. I put it in the very top left corner, like above everything, and it has to like create. It created these like like stairs and um like a frame that like yeah, yeah. Build all the way up and so it was like hold this room all the way at the top it was of like ship. super ugly and just nasty but you there's a little bit of flexibility on where you place everything i don't know it's just everyone's ship is going to be unique which i think is kind of cool and mm, that is cool i don't know just different games are i think is where indie mega booth shines sure yeah there was really only one other game like i'm i'm trying to rack my brain now of like other stuff that i played and i definitely played a bunch of other stuff but there's really only one other game that stuck out as something significant uh, and that was the new Alien Hominid game. Alien oh, Hominid. Oh yeah, Invasion. we did play. I forgot about that. Yeah, so that was the, that's the new Behemoth game. Which thank God they've got something new. Yeah, <laughs> fuck's sake. It's only been five years. I, I can't not want to play Pit People for another year. Yeah. You know, <laughs> do they have Pit People? Hell oh, yeah, yeah, they had Pit People. They, they still have. Uh, I don't even. I didn't, there. I didn't even see their booth. Like, yeah, it's in the it same wasn't spot. in the same like spot. It, it was. It was. Yeah, right up front. Yep, between the uh, escalators. Yeah. Yep. Wow. You just like <laughs> blind spot. That was yeah. the forgotten area. So they only had up to the front of the convention that much because usually yeah. it's like that's it's like all the like mega booth and it's like some of the big ones that I want to check out. And besides that, it's like that's I rarely, it. very rarely, do I ever go around the edges, especially towards yeah. the like well, side so that's crowded. not the press hour side or press the press room side. Yeah. Like I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. But anyway, continue. No. So so Alien Hominid was pretty interesting. Like. I had high hopes for that, for whatever their next game was, mostly because of Castle Crashers. Like, Castle Crashers is, like, the game from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alien Hominid, the first one, was, like, cool art style. Like, the same art style as all of their games, uh, but ridiculously hard. Like, I don't know if you guys actually played the original Alien Hominid. One hit, one kill. Like, really? very bullet helly, extremely difficult game. Extremely difficult. So, like, uh, like Cuphead. What is that? Well, yeah, I guess Cuphead, but also, like, what is that? Metal Slug? Not Metal Slug. Me- Contra. Contra. No, yeah, no. One Contra or kill. Metal Slug. Very yeah. similar. Like, wicked hard. Um, this new one, you actually have a health bar, which is cool, and it gives you a couple new moves. Like, in the first game, you could shoot in uh, eight directions, and, like, you had this melee attack when you are close to people. Uh, in this game, you have uh, a double jump, a dash. You still have eight-way shooting. When you're in the air and you shoot down, you kind of, like, float for a second, which is pretty cool. Like Dante. Um... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the demo was super weird, though. It seemed, like, level-based. But, like, when you got into the level, there was just, like, a lot happening around you all the time. And it would kind of just, like, flash a random objective and be like, oh, collect these documents from people. And it's like, okay, well, how do I do that? And then, like, you, it basically was like you had to kill people and then pick up their, their drops. You know what I mean? Like, they it would drop like, papers. It like they were constantly enemy spawning and, like, moving towards you and shooting. Yeah. So it was a little chaotic. Well, it was extremely chaotic, yeah. actually. With a with a fight stick, too. Oh, like yeah. That, that, was a, that was a poor choice on their part. I, I know they're trying to make everything cool and, like, arcade Their Their booth was a, uh, like, a ball arcade stick, like a Japanese arcade stick and three, like, buttons, which was, like, fine. Or four, because there was a grenade button that I never pressed that button. was there. Um... <laughs> So it was very strange to control, but uh, interesting. I mean, it looked really good. Like, I beat whatever their demo was, so, it, like, that's fine. 
Um, I'm not really sure <laughs> what it's going to be like in the final version, though. But uh, I just remember it looking cool, and I'm stoked that they have another game out. Hmm. That's good. Finally. What yeah. have they been doing? How have they been making money? Probably just on Castle Crashers. Just yeah. merch. And yeah, merch and many, many iterations Castle of Castle Crashers on many different systems. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of like the long and short of it. I mean, honestly, PAX is usually at its best when we're just kind of like visiting our friends and seeing other industry people and all yeah. that. Good times. Yeah. I guess I want to give a shout out to uh, that game Greek. Oh, shit. Sorry. Greek. Oh, Greek. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty okay. cool. Greek's G-R-E-A-K. Greek. Um, Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little 2D, like, side-scrolling. I don't even know. Ori-type game. It's not oh, a Metroidvania, yeah, but it's super, you guys are watching me yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more action-focused, but it felt really good. Cool. Um, we don't really need to talk too much about it, but did I you guys, want to shout it out. Did you guys get to try the new uh, Streets of Rage? Four? Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. Any new? Yeah. That was Anything really new? fun. New yeah. characters. Yeah. Four players. Uh, yeah. four, four players. Which is so pretty awesome. Apparently yeah, you're, I like some of the newer characters. Apparently you're not supposed to play four player with friendly fire on. Yeah, when we talked to the probably dev, like they said super the game, painful. So we did. Yeah, it was the tough. Yeah. Yeah. You could not yeah. be yeah. <laughs> like you just had to have two people like on one side and two people on the other. Even if there's a boss, you're sort of just like Waiting for them Waiting to come into your quadrant. To, yeah. 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 And then you're both trying to, like, it attacks one person and because nobody can be attacking you. So you're like, okay, I'll go all the way over here. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Just... yeah. The devil was kind of whispering in my ear through the demo. Kind of, he's basically like, yeah, like, the game is not balanced for four people right now. So, like, well, he, he said some interesting things about balancing. He's like, so with four players, like, the game's established for two. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. And that's when, like, the AI is doing stuff. Like, he said most games will just increase difficulty or scale for multiple players by, like, adding additional enemies on screen and giving them more health. But he's like, in this one, he's like, you know, when there's two players on screen, there's a lot of sequencing. There's, like, AI sequencing that's happening with enemies where, like, one will attack and the other one will wait to attack and and all this stuff. But he's like, but once you put four players in, they they removed all of the sequencing code. So the enemies are just, like, They just attack when they... Yeah, Yeah, they're just going at it. Which is why he was like, yeah, you're not really supposed to play four-player with friendly fire. And then as you guys got to one of the areas, the second level that you were playing where you turn friendly fire off, uh, he's like... He's like, yeah, we haven't balanced this level at all for four players because there's like, typically there's like multiple planes that you could walk yeah. through, uh, but oh, yeah, one of these sections in the this boat level, there's just car. one. It's just yeah. one straight thing. So imagine four people just walking punch, forward yeah. and like just one enemy. Like everybody's getting hit. So he's like, yeah, we and it's funny. Like, we got to fix this. Fire on it was a ca- yeah because yeah. we were walking through a subway and it was one of those things where you're you're actually in the subway but the cameras from the outside, so you yeah. couldn't even see your character sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So you're just, we're just like punching each it other. Was tough. And <laughs> we know there's an enemy in here, yeah. but we don't know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Punch the gang. And it was a lot. It, the game was a lot easier when, obviously, when you turn friendly fire off. But it was, I think, it was more fun too because you're just like laying into the guys. Yeah, and... they had like it was, a lot I, of. It was funny at the very least. Yeah, so. it was. I mean, it was the game. I love Streets of Rage. The new character is really cool. He's like this big dude that's like from Jax from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. he's got like this beam like special move. Like the music was really great. He uh, the the developer was also saying that the music is different in every stage, and it like and the music changes through the stages. So he's like, in one playthrough, you'll never hear the same music twice. What? And then funny enough, I was like, I had his ear for a minute about the uh, trophy list, and I was like, oh well, I'm all about the trophy. So like, what's the trophy list look like? And he was like, actually, like me and the art guy or something. He was like, you know. We really love trophies too, so we had a lot of fun designing oh, awesome. the trophies for this yeah, game. And I was like, awesome. Oh, Yo, I would, I would, 
I would 100. I would platinum this game. Yeah, if he's, he said that. that the platinum's not going to be super easy, but like he's like all of the challenges are fair, but you have to be really good at the game to do it. Perfect. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, we don't have any of those like kill a hundred guys kind of things. He's like, it's more like you know. Uh, play the game with each of the different characters and like beat certain bosses in certain ways and I, and he's like and maybe some of them are more like more challenging kind of things and I was like what like you know beat the game on the hardest difficulty without dying once and he was like maybe yeah. so I was like oh, I don't really okay. like that actually but yeah, yeah so. that's not creative I thought it was gonna get creative with it well he said beat that they the boss had fun with only kicks it, you know so. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll see what Only they do jump with it. attacks. Yeah, uh, that would be funny. I mean, um, they've been. I remember the first year it was like three years ago. I remember we went in there and they didn't have any music and they had like a very it was just limited. Last year. Just last year. Yeah. yeah. No way. Yes. Yeah. No so, way. So Pax, I remember being in one of the one of yeah. the rooms that was with the couch. That yeah. was last year. So Pax West, they only had three characters. Then Pax South, they introduced like the fourth. Or no, no, there was four characters at PAX West. They there introduced was? the fifth character at PAX South. Oh, oh. And then at this PAX East, they introduced the sixth character and the soundtrack. And you know, four, the four-part co-op. And the four-player co-op. But I remember it being there for PAX East. Was that only in PAX East last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, how long has this been in development? Only last year? What? No, I mean, the game was there last year, so it was development time before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, like, oh, man. That was, there, that was there, the first so like, time we saw it. So it's like it's three years, years, probably. Yeah. yeah, it seems like they're getting very close to where, well, yeah. like, complete is. It seems like every game we played, it, they, the developer said it was coming out Q2 this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of so games, apparently yeah. a lot of games are coming out very soon. Even yeah, that yeah. Ghost Runner game, it's like, I've never seen that game before. And it looked super polished, and they're like, yeah, it's coming out. That studio's been one And, like, game. every indie game, every, like, indie developer I talked to, it was like, and yes, we are coming to Switch. Yeah. Every yeah. single time. And I, at one point, I had, like, conversation with someone, and I was like, you can't not, right? And he was like, you can't not. Like, every yeah. single person that comes to this booth demands that we have this for Switch. And, like, yeah. it's just, there's all these things that you have to do with Nintendo, but, like, you just have to do them because if you're mm-hmm. going to have an indie game, it has to come out on Switch in order for people to play it. Yeah. Yo, but, of course, we got to talk about uh, Iris and the Giant, right? Yes. Did you guys play that? That was a fun game. No, no. so that was... Yeah. Uh, so that was that. by the indie uh, mini, mini booth. booth. Yeah, uh, we got to talk to the uh, two. There's two people from their studio, Goblin Studios. Yes, uh, Carla and Fanny. Oh, awesome okay. people! Shout out! Uh, <laughs> shout out to Carla and Fanny. Uh, so we demoed two of their games. The first one was called yes. Legend of the Keepers. Yes, which is mm-hmm. like they claim to not know, but that game is. Literally boss monster. The card game, yeah. It is literally (laughs) boss monster. What do you mean boss monster? They're like, we've never heard of this game. And I'm like, you probably should because (laughs) this is literally that game. Um, So if you like boss monster, basically you play the boss boss and you have to establish a series of five rooms to essentially deal with heroes trying to invade your dungeon. Wow. Um, the second game, though, Iris, uh, was it Iris and the... Iris and the Giant, beautiful game. Yeah, yeah really, really, really cool. Uh, all hand-drawn stuff, like this really interesting, like, polygonal, sort of, like, monochromatic uh, art style. But it was a roguelike that... Uh, it's like a deck-builder roguelike, where you essentially have a set of cards, and you have to play them in a certain order to, like, deal with these enemies to help find you the next room to progress in the game. I foolishly played on the hardest difficulty, and she Oof. was like, you're not going to do well. And I was like, I don't care. I'm doing it. So I got, like, four rooms into it, and it is really hard. You have to yeah. think really carefully about how you're playing. So it's your... like waves of enemies. It almost reminded me of 
Plants vs. Zombies. Very much so. But, kind of, yeah. yeah. They're not moving real time. They're moving... Every time you do an attack, they move forward one, and you sort of have to puzzle out who you want to kill first. Yeah, yeah. so it's like there's three layers of enemies, and you have... Uh, it's like a three-by-three three grid of these enemies that are slowly coming towards you. Um, Each and you, turn, they move oh, one step Plants closer. Plants zombies, I see. Yeah, I see. or if yeah. they're already in front of you, then they'll attack you on that turn. Exactly. So you have to figure out, like... Am I these enemies that are in front of me? If I don't kill them, they're gonna attack me. But but if there I, might also be enemies behind that have bows and arrows, and they'll just attack me no matter what. Yes. Yeah. Or there's other enemies that like affect the like. There's this one enemy, and it keeps reviving all these other people. So you have to kill it first, even though you like, even though it's behind yeah. other people, and you mm. have to just eat the damage. Or there might be like a knight that has like a mirror shield, so like, you can't use magic on it because it'll reflect back at you. And then you look at your your deck, and you're like, okay, of these cards that I have, what what's going to what am I going to get the most value out of? So, like, one of them is an axe, and that just straight up kills the first the first row of people, like, all three people, which is a great card. But then you yeah. lose that card. But yep. then you lose that card, right? Uh, then there's the bow, which can hit anybody within the 3x3 three three grid, which is great for killing other bow people. And every time you use a card, you lose it. Yes. Yeah. Then there's enemies that take two hits, so there's, like, a dagger card that's, like, we'll just straight kill somebody in one hit, even if they have, like, a higher health bar. Uh, then there's like the sword, which can only kill one enemy. But if you have multiple swords in your hand, you can use them in rapid succession. Mm-hmm. So you could use like three swords all all in a row. And there's a really interesting upgrade system when you can like you sort of since it is roguelike, you're sort of finding different things and you're getting you're getting imbued with different powers. Yeah, um, that are you know sort of upgrades to your gameplay style and they're they're different they're not just like plus one strength or anything and yeah so, so then you was... have to decide sometimes between like should i kill this person or like but there's this upgrade over here and like what you know you're just constantly yeah, trying I, to like strategy, weirdly strategize. I, weirdly i think it would make a really good mobile game i'm actually yes. wondering if it yeah. is on mobile is it i don't know actually but is iris and the what I, giant. Iris and the giant i actually don't and i've never seen a game that looks like this the yeah. animation style was real weird and real cool it was almost like old timey like animation not. like like a really really old disney movie like from like the 30s right. where they're all like the kind of like they're just like maybe like stick arms and like a little loopy except but... everything's real sharp yes in this so, so this game's out right now yes i remember her saying that yes. yeah it's a uh it's a nine out of ten on steam oh shit yeah. which is pretty good cool. for them yeah very positive reviews uh yeah it's yeah, really I mean, I, it's I really cool good experience go buy it right it. now everyone yeah. yeah go buy that game it's a good game <laughs> They they liken it to Darkest Dungeon, so if you like Darkest okay. Dungeon, you'll probably like that. I don't. Game. I, I, I wouldn't agree see that. With that. I do yeah, like I Darkest Dungeon. I yeah. also didn't see that when I was playing. Darkest Dungeon is like a turn based. Yeah. The three you have like dungeon a dungeon crawler. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm 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 saying Steam. I just opened Steam and Steam's like you played this, so you'll uh, like this. Uh, and it's like oh okay. Yeah, I think they Steam. also they mentioned it too. Is that on mobile? Explaining to us? No, on mobile. I wish uh, it was on mobile. Yeah, I wish Darkest Dungeon was on mobile. That'd be great. Actually, that yeah. would be cool. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> um, so there was another game I found at the Indie Mega booth. It was called A Fold Apart. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With so, the uh, finding love puzzles. Yes. So the whole idea concept behind it is that you are you, the main character, are in a long distance relationship with your, and you could also like. One of the cute things about the game is right away you can choose what kind of relationship you're in. You can choose if you're a man or a woman, and then you can choose if your partner's a man or a woman. So you can have any sort of, you know, mm-hmm. heterosexual or homosexual relationship. What? So I choose, yeah. Very new age. Wow. <laughs> Progressive. Yeah. So I was two dudes. And the concept <laughs> is it's a side-scrolling game like where it's kind of like a puzzle platformer, except you're not... 
um, really platforming. Moving the characters, like you're, moving, you're moving the stage, right? You're mo- exactly. You're moving the stage. You're able to fold the paper. And like, so there's all these different sort of ways to fold the paper. And as you're doing it, you can also flip it over. And so maybe you like move a little bit, but there's a platform on the other one. So you fold it over and then you can commit to your fold and keep moving. And then once you like, and then they said, as you progress through the game, um, you're going to start to fold the paper like, you know, diagonally and then vertically, and then you'll have to deal with gravity. And so mm-hmm. right away, there was a lot of sort of unique ways that by, you know, manipulating the stage, you can yeah. create puzzles he, out of that. Like when you were, oh, go ahead, go ahead. When you were explaining that to me originally, I was thinking of Fez and like how you change the stage's direction and like the platforms would change based off of the perspective. It kind of has a similar feel to that, yeah. right? He was, I like he was, well, we played, or you played the demo and I was okay. watching when we were talking to the, the, the dev and um, we we're asking like, oh, how are you going to make it? harder like what's what how's it going to progress and he's kind of smirking like well because the demo was only side to side full he's like mm-hmm. well you get vertical you get oh, vertical shit. folds and then i was like diagonal he's like yeah they're gonna add another character and there's gonna be a love triangle and now you gotta figure that out i don't know i don't know but it's that was pretty so cool it, uh, yeah it was a very cute aesthetic um it reminded me a lot of up especially like the beginning of up because you're sort of this the movie yeah the Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah. You're sort of this shorter, you know, guy with glasses and a square head, and then your oh, partner yeah, yeah. is a little taller, and um, so I could see that, yeah, yeah. So I had a very like a you know, similar feeling, and then he said it. The developer he spoke to said it was you know based on his own experience being in a long distance relationship and sort of trying to get like at you're the whole purpose of each stage is you're trying to get closer to your yeah, you yeah. Know, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever that lives across the country, and so you're trying to like fold the paper to get right. closer to them. Um, and you're still always, a fold, but you're always a fold apart. Like you keep trying, but you're never with them. Mm. So it's like so. Death Stranding. Sure. Where you're trying Strand. to go across the country. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Norman Reedus. Um, yes. In every game. But yeah, I had a really experience with that. Yeah. And, uh, that sounds pretty in, uh, interesting yeah. and unique. So we could talk about, like, I mean, I've got a whole bunch of other games too, but there's a whole bunch of little ones, but you know, we could talk for hours about these. There's a whole bunch of really good little experiences there. I feel like I played a lot of games this year. Yeah, like, I did. Yeah, there right. were so many things that I was just like, that and that and that looks interesting and that looks interesting. And I'm going to pop off. I feel like I spent bit. more money than played games. <laughs> <laughs> spent a lot you of money. definitely yes. did, no matter like, how many games you played. And you told us the first day, okay, guys, don't really spend any more money tomorrow. And then you came back by like noon and you're like, I spent another $200. <laughs> I only was happy with the board games, though. So I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah, I want you to try out that games. Sushi Go roll. Yes. See how it is. Yes, Dude, yes, yes. Sushi Go has gotten your money so many times yep. already. <laughs> It's a good game. It's a good if game. they keep supplying the fun, I will keep coming back to the well. <laughs> <laughs> you know? ah, good times. Um, but yeah, guys, overall, good packs. Yeah. I think we're all healthy. Knock on wood. Um, there we'll was see, we'll see hand sanitizer everywhere. Oh, yeah. my God. I was yeah. neurotic It was it. the cleanest packs. <laughs> my hands are fully cracked. Also, I burned myself on the stove today. Oh, Ooh, shit. Unfortunate. That hurts. Damn. Sorry, honey. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was just my side side story. But uh, yeah, I can't wait till next PAX. Next PAX is going to be great. Yeah. I don't think we have any other events coming up anytime soon. No, unless you count E3, but we're not going to that. Maybe PAX West if everything cools down by then. Likely PAX yeah. West. I'm going yeah. to E3. Yeah? I, I want a full yeah. report from that. Yeah, I will. So we'll find out in June, but until then, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Liz. Thank, thank you, you Justin. Justin. Thank no you, problem. coronavirus. <laughs> and no, don't maybe, don't. maybe yeah. cut that one. Yeah, cut <laughs> that one back. All right. Thanks, don't, everybody. Don't thank you. Thank you, Justin. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.